0: Are now, are now listening, listening, to listening to The War, War Report. Report, Wednesday, Wednesday night. night War, War. Room. 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 with your host, host. C-Done.
1: C-do. It's your boy, the Walker. I got my boys with me.
0: Mike, Mike.
1: Get your weight up, strength and
0: conditioning, development. Ice Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be B- real. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked and loaded for the Wednesday Night War Let's go!
1: B, how you feeling, man? Less than two weeks away, spring practice starts. Starts on Monday, March the 14th. We're in the month of March. Spring starts. We actually get to talk football on the field. How are we feeling about spring,
0: man? I'm feeling real positive about spring, just because we got a bunch of guys in the room who have nothing promised to them in the quarterback room. Pretty much every room, but and especially in the quarterback room. And I think nobody has ever said explicitly that this was a problem, but we've talked to enough people, both in front of the camera and behind the scenes, and can deduce. People were getting things that they had not had to compete necessarily with. They were expecting things. And it left left uh, some discontent among players. And a lot of those players decided to leave. So what we have now in every room is you are going to have to fight like hell for whatever you get here. And everybody who is left here is just fine with that. And that's the best possible scenario we could have for our football team right now in this time with this coach, that was what he wanted from all his players. And that is what he has. So I think it's a better situation than last year. You could say, well, we're down some talent. Talent and buy-in, man, I mean, there may be an equal value there, honestly. And I think with the buy-in, I'm looking forward to, to what they're doing. After a 6-7 and seven season, I expect us to be better. And again, we weren't bad. We talk about this like the last, every time we talk about football, yes, six and seven is bad. On the field, though, we weren't getting blown out of games. We know how close we were to winning so many of those games that we lost. So I am looking forward to that marginal improvement, making a significant difference in uh, the win column. So I'm excited. I'm just excited about what we got going, man. After watching that interview with Robbie Ashford that we saw, it's up on YouTube right now. So it's build a building report. Robbie right. Ashford, go watch it because he's ready. He's ready. Well, wow, we've seen reports coming out of, of the practice, which is not spring camp officially, but Demetrius Davis may be looking ready, which is what we were waiting on last year for him to get that spotlight, him to get that shot. And supposedly he's looking mature. He's looking up to the challenge. So to have some talented guys who are bought in and ready to compete, nowhere to go but up.
1: Yeah, I um I agree with you. And and we we've talked to a person close to the program. We've mentioned his name, but he kind of mentioned this to us in confidence that we didn't have a whole lot of buy in even last year. Yeah. And You look at what we did in some of those games, again, as we alluded to by watching the film, we were a few missed opportunities and a few plays from our season going in a completely different direction with the percentage of buy-in that we had in that locker room. Mm -hmm. I have to assume that the the buy-in is much improved this upcoming season. And I can only imagine how that's going to pay dividends for this team. And again... There's something to be said about when you have the the situation that Auburn has had this offseason, the drama, it has a way of bringing a team closer together. Right. And again, we talked to, we got an interview with T.J. Finley coming up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, these guys are some, saying some of the same things. This has actually brought the team closer together, not just with the players, but also with the coaching staff. So again, there's a more improved buy-in. I'm looking forward to seeing what this looks like Especially in the spring, B. Let's talk about. I mean, obviously, you already alluded to it. The QB competition. Hmm. You're looking at TJ Finley, who is, who is the presumed to be the QB one going into spring camp. Right. Um, we've heard some good things about Demetrius Davis. Mm-hmm. Um of course there's Robbie Ashford who did a really good job on this interview. Very impressed with him. He's kind of a wild card because we're eager right. to see how he fits into this, how quick he picks up the playbook and whatnot. And then there's Holden Gariner. Mm-hmm. Um another wild card because we're not really quite sure what he can do. Who are you liking? do you, is there someone you're leaning to?
0: Without having seen Robbie Ashford play football. In the power five level Because I've never seen him on the field We've got some of his spring tape But that's all we got Without having seen Demetrius Davis Play power five football He's never gotten on the field outside of spring Um, Having seen Zach Calzada Having seen TJ Finley First of all, let's get this out the way I am pulling for Whoever is going to be The most consistent With the highest floor I want the most consistent quarterback, and usually that's the guy with the highest floor. Right. What I don't want—I'll start there. What I don't want is somebody who's going to have a wildly up-and-down, game-to-game, week-to-week type of season. We, you know, Bo Nix is long departed, and God bless him up there in Oregon, but that was the source of frustration, of our frustration with him at the time, was be the same guy. Sometimes defenses have your number, but be the same guy. Um, And you shouldn't make terrible mistakes if that's not who you are. So we saw T.J. Finley get in there, and we saw what was, again, an inconsistent floor. Now, T.J. Finley has not had the reps and the practices that Bo Nix had had, so I think it's okay to say, let's wait and see on T.J. Finley. But I have confidence that the coaching staff will say, all right, now that we have three guys ready to compete... Whoever has the highest floor makes the fewest mistakes, the fewest mental errors, the fewest um, absolutely errant throws for no reason. That's who's going to get this job. And for me, I think with Didi surviving the every, again, everybody who stuck with Harson through this drama, I'm sure, like you said, see, it has to have brought them closer. And I think everybody has to seize their opportunity because everybody wow. knows that what I do is going to pay off. And I've got a shot. I don't think there's anything in front of whoever the best man is will win. And I don't think that's always been the case. So right. with that being said, I think Demetrius Davis, having been here, having been uh, hungry, maybe he was a little frustrated at times because he didn't get that shot. After all this, the, the coach gets a, a, a renewed confidence from surviving his ordeal. Everybody is just has to be like, we got to put our best cards on the table. For, for ourselves so that this program can last and sustain and be successful. Because if we don't nail it this season, everybody's in trouble. If Harson has a bad season, what happens to the players? New coach. You don't know if you're going to like that, coach. Right. So now everybody's in a spiral if it doesn't work right now. And I think that lends to the people who have been here wanting to make this work. I like Dee, Dee for that reason. I like Robbie Ashford for that reason. And the reason that is, even though he's new, he's not new to the state. He's not new to football on a high level. I mean, he competed with and against a lot of the guys in our conference um, while he was in high school. So he knows what it's like down here. He grew up in Alabama. He knows what Alabama-Auburn is about. So I like the hunger. And also, Robbie Ashford was slept on in Oregon. Don't you think that's a really big reason to come down here with something to prove? For sure. I I like Didi and Robbie for that reason. I'm not counting out Calzada, but... When you have to sit a whole spring out Mm -hmm. and this is a new offense for you, I think that puts you behind. Um, Now, do you think his experience, do you think his experience kind of
1: helps him assuming no one separates themselves leaving spring?
0: Yes, I would say yes, his experience does help him. But I think because of all of the intangible factors that we're talking about, I don't think we will make it past the spring without somebody having seized the reins of this offense i think that's the difference between this season and last season um nobody was too impressive in spring or in fall camp obviously because our the quarterback position was very uneven early and even late in the season so but we've got a whole year with dd with tj and again i think robbie's hungry and we don't make it out of spring in my opinion without dd or robbie seizing the reins that's I hate to say, so, this, but do you, I'm
1: so, for. so do you? So, so you're saying that they actually will name a starter, or would they be, a, or would no. that be a
0: clear number one? I don't think they'll be a the starter. S- um, okay. I think the skill set that Robbie and Didi have, and obviously we're gonna, we don't know what the offensive line will be. Okay, we don't. We we think our offensive line is okay, but the players are coming back, and I do think there's something to be said for experience and continuity there, even if we didn't get a, an influx of new talent. So I think there's something valuable there, running backs being a little bit better, the wide receivers being more experienced and a little bit better. I mean, that pro-style system coming off of what we were running from the offense before, for wide receivers, it may have been the second biggest change next to quarterbacks. So mentally, a lot of people will be more prepared this season. (sighs) I I really think Robbie or Didi because of their skill set. They will be ahead of the game. They they can scramble. And we don't know that these guys aren't accurate. And let let me say that. I said whoever has the highest floor will win. If there's a guy who's dynamic when he's running the ball, but he's errant when he's throwing the ball, I don't think he's going to get the job. And I think Harson wants whoever it is to be consistent. So, But I think both of those guys can be consistent throwing the ball. Or let's just say this. I don't know that they can't be. So I'm putting my money on them because of what they have to gain. And that's 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 who I like. I, I mean, I hate to say I'm, I'm biased. We've been on Didi for like 18 months, though. So
1: that's, yeah, that's not you've really been changed for in us. fairness, you've been pro <laughs> Didi even before any of these other quarterbacks came into the picture. You you've been right. you've been eager to see what Didi can do, and I'm, I'm eager to see what he does as well. Um, I'm just hoping I don't actually have a favorite. I, I just I, I think I will be disappointed if we see a repeat of last year in terms of QB competition. I right. really want to see these guys get a legitimate shot Mm -hmm. at the QB position and I think if you're harsing for these guys to take a chance on you after what you've been through I think the least you can offer these guys is a fair shot right like you got one so pay it forward and let these guys prove on the field who's the guy Mike G we're talking about QB battles and just we're 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 going to, I'm going to ask about other position groups, but we're starting off obviously with this because this is the one that has people talking. You talked to, uh, you talked to Robbie Ashford. I did. What's the impression, what impression he's made on you? Granted, he hasn't taken the field yet, but, but what do you make of him being Auburn's newest quarterback?
2: Uh, He's ready to compete flat out. This guy is ready to go. Auburn has a bunch of competitors in the QB room this uh, this offseason. Uh, Robbie Ashford is one of the biggest ones there. You know, if you haven't seen that interview, highly recommend you go to our channel, check that out. Uh, you know, he talked about the competitive mindset uh, that they're bringing this fall, and you know that they have a, a leader in Coach Harson that is instilling that competitive mindset, and that's what he's ready to do. Man, uh, he's 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 athletic, right? And I I don't say that to say he's an athlete. He's a quarterback. And he wants everybody to know that he's a quarterback and that he's going to play quarterback. Um, He's not changing positions. So if you're thinking that, get that out of your mind right now. This guy's here to compete. Uh, But, you know, when you look back at his time pre-Auburn, he had an injury coming out of high school um, that definitely maybe limited him a little bit going into his first year at Oregon. And um, they had a really good looking quarterback room last fall at Oregon um I I think it doesn't look as good now as it did last spring so I think I I think their quarterback room got worse and you know when you look obvious reasons yeah I mean listen they got worse you turn over the the whole nine yeah you let talent get out of your quarterback room because when you look at their spring tape all those guys look capable of leading that offense right (laughs) all of them uh, so they've got the five-star that's still there. But, you know, Robbie talked to us a lot about, you know, he, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, right? He feels like he has something to prove to himself and to and to into and the masses that he's going to be the guy. And that's, I think that's what you want out of your quarterback. So right. I'm looking for him to—Calzada uh, being injured, his uh, non-throwing shoulder is injured, so he's going to be limited this spring. That's a lot of reps that's mm-hmm. going to go to one of these guy, you know, these other guys, D. Davis— and, um, you know, I'm not counting Holden and or out, guys, but, like, uh, it's to me, it's kind of a foregone conclusion that he's probably going to redshirt. Uh, he's, you know, if you're Harson that's safe because he's not going to leave you right. after one year. He right. just got right. here. If he doesn't win the job, he's not going to be angry, and he's not going to stomp, and he's not going to walk out, right? Uh, but you've got Ashford, and you've got D Davis, and you've got T.J. Finley, who also feels like he has something to prove. This is a best-case scenario for Auburn. Now, they have plenty of tape on Calzada. Right, so I don't think him missing the spring is that big a deal, uh, for his development, you know. But at the end of the day, you just got to look back on it and think, hey, we are um, in a good position with Robbie, uh, and, and I, I think I'm looking for him to do well. I, I saw in the comments somebody said he struggles with accuracy. Um, I don't know if I agree with that based on last spring, on his on his tape last spring. You know, I know he may have uh had some accuracy issues in high school, like maybe, but he looks like he's come a long way since then. But a yeah. good quarterback.
1: Yeah, I, I like our room, man. I, I, our room has upgraded since last year, and I'm excited about that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the competition. Let's get into some Super Chats. I want to ask you guys about some other positions, uh, some position battles for spring. Lisa Wise, thanks for watching, and thanks for the Super Chat. She says, I'm encouraged about football with that ridiculous field power play by trustees and the way the AU fam reacted. Harson should be able to run things his way. Listen, we talked about it constantly. If you're gonna go down, and I'm hoping he doesn't, but if you're gonna go down, go down doing it your way. and so I'm looking for harson to, to to be able to run his program the way he wants to, and I think he has he's got some good assistance. I think he's doing well with that, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he's able to do this upcoming year. Let's talk about let's let's talk about some other position group battles mm. outside of the QB room. What are some other positions that you're you're eager to see some competition and some guys pushing each
0: other this spring? I'll start with you, B. It's hard to say anywhere but wide receiver because our pecking order is pretty much set at running back. Our pecking order is pretty much set at offensive line. We know we've got a lot of seniors coming back that they're going to be the starters. They were bought in last year after all the turnover. They're bought in again this year. Of course, why else would you come back? And they stuck up. Go- they stood up for Coach Harson, So we know that those guys are from a leadership position and, and from a mental and physical position. They are ready to lead. Now, wide receiver is the place where we had a lot of turnover and we had a lot of guys leave. And we know we've got some solid experience coming back. Again, I think the most impressive improvement year one was Shedrick Jackson. And we didn't wait until the the room started emptying out to give him his flowers in that sense. We acknowledge that. Late season, Um and a post season, we've we've still been on that. So I think Shedrick's leadership, number one, um, him being a super senior, but also improving drastically. I think that sets the tone and that's a guaranteed spot. But everything else is up for grabs. But what they have to acknowledge and what every wide receiver should be excited about is Shedrick got no reps except for blocking before 2021, and now look how look how much better he got. You telling me these coaches can make me that much better? You're telling me I can be in an NFL offense and and be a better blocker, a better pass catcher, a better route runner. Okay. I'm game. We've already seen the standard being set as far as what hard work can get you, what's expected. And again, we talked about it over and over again. This whole failed coup, it set the culture. It helped, it probably helped Harson set the culture better than if it hadn't happened. So now you've got a bunch of wide receivers who are in, they're bought in. And I expect our wide receiver room to be extremely competitive. I hope that we have a fire lit in some of the guys who are still here. That's what I hope. I hope it's not a situation where they hung their head too low because they didn't get the reps they wanted. And then we got new guys coming in. I hope everybody is just hair on fire and ready to put just everything on the line for that spot. Knowing that if they perform, they can get that spot. They can get those targets. They can get those snaps. And that's the com- most competitive room. I, I would. It has to be the most competitive room. Um, Maybe defensive back, because we lost a lot there, too. But I think wide receiver is going to be more. Because you know you're going to rotate a defensive back. That's just without question. You're going to have a nickel guy. You're going to have some other guys rotating in. But wide receiver, there's probably just three or four spots um, as far as getting heavy reps. And there's going to be a lot of competition for them.
2: Mike G., who you got? Uh, You know what's interesting is I actually wrote an article on – The Auburn Daily, over on Sports Illustrated, about the uh, defensive back room this fall. I think that that's probably going to be one of the fiercest competitions that we have. So, you know, in the article, we kind of break it down. Um, You've got a bunch of really highly touted newcomers. Uh, Jadarian Rhyme is coming in. Uh, He was a um, um, big-time flip for us. Right. uh, Getting rhyme. He was our biggest flips of the recruiting cycle. Austin Osbury is coming in. That kid is a burner. And then we brought in the number one Juco safety and the number one Juco corner into a room that loses Roger McCrary. They're going to be Scott, cornerback and Marquise Marquise Gilbert Gilbert. is is safety. Yeah. So like you've got a fierce battle that's going to be going on to replace Who's gonna and you be? We got no- DJ James. That's mm-hmm. trying to cut you off. DJ James from Oregon at transfer. So Yep, sure did. It came in. Uh after that, Roe Torrance is still in there. Donovan Kaufman is still fighting for a spot. Jalen Simpson, Nehemiah Pritchett, like Caleb Wooden. Yeah. Like, wow. There There's gonna be a hell of a battle in that, in that defensive backfield. Uh, to try to see who is going to step up, and uh, you know, we may. This could be good. You know, I think competition is good, but I, I see all the really, really tough battles happening on the defensive side of the ball in the backfield. I agree, and and if I'm looking at someone like a Nehemiah Pritchard or the Jalen Simpson, the
1: way the season ended for them in some games, they didn't want to go out like that. So if if I'm those guys, I would have a chip on my shoulder and something to prove too in terms of getting better and improving. So. You 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 combine that with the guys who are coming in who are already trying to prove something, get a position. I'm excited about this defense, as good as it was last year. I'm excited to see the competition on that side of the ball. I'm curious to see what Eugene Asante does. That's the North That's Carolina right. Right. Uh, transfer that that comes in. Um, of course, Joko Willis. He's a guy who I've been ever since he put that hit on someone in special teams, I've been looking forward to seeing what he does when he steps into his role. So Mm -hmm. we got some competition. Um, Like you be, I've heard some things about Tavares Dawson. I want to see what he does in spring as receiver. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely, I'm I'm eager outside of the QB uh, position, the QB room. I'm curious to see what the wide receiver and absolutely DB, what that looks like in spring. So, Uh, We'll definitely continue to talk about that as news breaks once spring practice starts on Monday, March the 14th. And we'll definitely keep you guys posted on that.